Slava Isus Augustus, Slava Navika, Glory be to Jesus Christ, Glory be forever. This is Father Basil doing another podcast. This is the end of the Easter season. Today is the day of uh, Ascension. And um, I might do another podcast later to talk about Ascension. But today I want to, this podcast, I want to continue talking about our Virgin Mary. Virgin Mary, um, uh, no, and her gift of the rosary to us. So I started talking about the rosary yesterday. You can listen to that before. And I'm just going to read again from this book, My Divine Friend as well as read from maybe a different book as well, Beneath the Mantle of Your Mercy. So this might be a little longer of a podcast, but that's okay. There will be a lot of information in it. So how do you say the rosary? Cross yourself. When you start the rosary and say the creed or video, on the first bead, say the Ochanosh. On the three small beads, say three, Bordola Sadiva. After the three Bohorodas Sadiva, make the sign of the crossing, Slavod Sui Sinis Tomaduchavi. Then start the first decade of the rosary by meditating on the first mystery for one minute or so. Say the Ochanash and ten Bohorodas Sadiva. Then recite again the Slavod Su. Say the rest of the rosary, meditating on one of the mysteries before you recite the Ochanash or while you recite the ten Bohorodas Sadiva. At the end, the Radusia Saritse Mate Merosurdia, that is the Hail Queen. So, what are the mysteries of the rosaries all about? No human life is entirely devoid of joy and sorrows. Jesus and Mary are utterly human beings, they experience joys and sorrows on earth. Jesus was a smiling infant in the grotto of Bethlehem. He was a man of sorrows, mocked, lashed, and crucified. But finally he conquered death and rose again as the triumphant savior of mankind. Mary accompanied her son in all stages of his life. She knew joys, and when she held and kissed the infant Jesus, she experienced a deep sorrow when she stood at the foot of the cross in Calvary, and finally she was overwhelmed with joy when she saw him glorified upon his resurrection. It is this whole life's experience of Jesus and Mary that is given us in the rosary. For this reason, the church has divided the mysteries of the rosary into four corresponding uh, groups to the four kinds of mysteries in the life of our Lord and His Virgin Mary. So, uh, just wanted to mention the uh, the luminous mysteries of uh, the Rosary were quite new, so they were made um, by I think it was Pope. John Paul II, or now, um, of course, St. John Paul II, and he wanted the, 
to make the luminous mysteries to uh, just remind us of you know Jesus's um, godliness on this earth okay so that Jesus indeed is God as well as man so I'm actually going to start with the luminous mysteries and um, again sometimes people have different days they do the different um, mysteries the luminous mysteries are, are supposedly done on Thursdays now we're all very familiar with the way that the Roman Catholic Church does the rosary um, you know we start with the creed we do the Our Fathers, the Hail Marys, the Glory Be, and at the end we say Hail Queen. But in our Eastern tradition, we can do things a little differently. You know, we can use our Eastern prayers in the Rosary as well. And we could start with Glory Be, we could say the Heavenly King prayer, we, and then of course the Creed, Confession of Faith. But instead of the Hail Mary, we can do Rejoice. Rejoice, Mother of God, Virgin Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, blessed is the fruit of your womb. For you are born Christ, the Savior and Redeemer of our souls. And then at the end, um, you know, we, we do the Our Fathers like normal. But at the end of the rosary, instead, uh, we can do uh, this prayer. It is truly right to bless you, O God-bearing one, as the ever-blessed Immaculate Mother of our God, more honorable than the cherubim, by far more glorious than the seraphim, Ever a virgin, he gave birth to God the Word, O true Mother of God, we magnify you. So, the luminous uh, mysteries, of course, uh, as I mentioned before, remind us of Jesus' godliness on this earth. So, yeah, maybe in Instead of doing all the mysteries at once, I'll do different podcasts of the different mysteries. Okay? Maybe I could do all the podcasts in one day. We'll see. So, the first luminous mystery is Theophany. And when Jesus was baptized, he went up immediately from the water. And behold... The heavens were opened, and John saw the Spirit of God descend like a dove, and alighting on him, and lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. So, Theophany was basically the start of Jesus' ministry. So when he was baptized by John, it showed 
the whole world who Jesus really was. When the Spirit came down upon him and upon the dove and he heard the Father's voice, this is my beloved Son, it showed the Trinity as one and that Jesus is God, part of the Trinity. So I think this is a very important message for us. When Jesus started his ministry, God the Father wanted to show everyone who Jesus really was. The second one, second luminous mystery is the wedding at Cana. There was a marriage at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus was also invited to the marriage with his disciples. When the wine failed, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, O woman, What have you to do with me? My hour is not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. He said to them, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the steward of the feast. So they took it. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Canaan Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. So again, Jesus is showing his power of being God, right? And, and um, you know, I probably have done a different podcast just on each of these uh, feasts, you know, Theophany, the wedding of Cana, and, uh, you know, the wedding of Cana is the, the gospel we read at every marriage. You know, that Jesus blesses marriages by his presence there. And, you know, he wants um, people to remember that God is always a part of marriage. A marriage is not a Christian marriage if God is not a part of it. You know, we could have human marriages, we could have civil marriages, but that's not a divine marriage blessed by God, okay? There's a big difference there. And then the third luminous mystery, the proclamation of the kingdom. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of God and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. This is an interesting one because everyone thinks that this world is not part of God's kingdom, but it actually is. We begin our uh, relationship with God, our being with God forever on this earth. That's where we begin our journey. You know, we end the journey in heaven but we begin the journey on this earth. That's something many people don't realize. Our journey into heaven is begun by um, fulfilling the gospel, fulfilling God's will on this earth first. And then the fourth luminous mystery is the transfiguration. Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them to a high mountain apart. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, 
and his garments became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. A bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. You see how close this um, event was to Jesus's um, baptism by John, Theophany. Here, the transfiguration, again, God, the Father, is telling everyone who Jesus is, that this is the Son of God. And that he became white as the sun, or bright as the sun, because he is the light. He is our eternal light. He is the light to shine out of the darkness. The light to shine out of, you know, all the evil of the world. He overcomes all that evil. And, you know, Moses and Elijah talking to him, of course, has more to do with, the Old Testament meaning, because Moses and Elijah were two of the greatest prophets of the Old Testament and and were, you know, preparing the Jewish people for the Messiah, for the, for the one that was going to come. So Jesus being the Messiah, the anointed one, the Savior of the world, you know, talked to Moses and Elijah to, sh- to show the people that he fulfilled their prophecies. He fulfilled what they were preparing the people to be, to become the people of God, right? And then the fifth luminous mystery, the mystical supper. When the hour came, Jesus sat at table and the apostles with him. And he took bread and he had given thanks. When he broke it, he gave it to his disciples saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, the cup after supper, saying, This cup, which is poured out for you, is the new covenant in my blood. So, of course, this um, event, this mystical supper, this uh, last supper, as we call it, showed Jesus that he was going to give us his own body and blood to give us eternal life. And every time we share the Eucharist, every time the priest consecrates consecrates the bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ, we are remembering what Jesus told us to do to remember him, to share his mystical body, to share in his supper, because we are one body in Christ. Okay? So it's very important to remember. So I think I'll end this podcast, and I might do all my podcasts today about the different mysteries of the rosary, but this is the luminous mysteries. Okay? God bless.